The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Motion with Sean and Joe at Cuse Motion on the socials. Go there, join the militia live on X Spaces for the final segment of each show. Five and six Syracuse will host the four and seven Demon Deacons this Saturday afternoon on Senior Day in the Dome. We'll hear from you, and you'll hear our always accurate final score predictions. Now, Syracuse basketball has has lost two games in a row against ranked teams. We're going to talk about that as well as we can. And I will just say this, and I'll I'll leave it here as far as basketball goes for now. Is that I'm. There's a lot of things to fix, especially on offense, but I'm pretty proud of them minus the last five minutes of each game, roughly. I thought they played pretty good. For as bad as they played today, to to bring it within six with like eight minutes left, I thought was a big surprise. It's just how I feel about it. I don't know what we expect to get out of it other than a huge upset. It's not something I'm going to get bent out of shape about. Yeah. No, we'll talk about that. Okay. So let's do this. All right. We're going to start with football, as I mentioned, and, you know, fun, fun, right? Right. So with that said, hopefully my original recording works properly because the backup recording is two minutes behind because I just started it. And... Might as well see if it works, Joe. That's when you talk. What's that? Exactly. Um, okay. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let, let's talk quickly about the press conference from the AD yesterday. I'll give you my brief opinions. And we can talk about, Joe, whatever you want to talk about. But for me to... I, I What I watched... Yesterday for 26 minutes is exactly what I thought I would watch for 26 minutes. Kind of. Vague platitudes. Quasi answers. And um, saying most of the things you would like an AD to say. In in, in his defense, what else is he going to say? Right? You got to stay positive. You got to do this, this, and this. A couple questions, though. Okay. The first of which, because everybody would love to hear, hear your opinion on this, 
and there's like just only there's really only two parts of this that really stuck out to me and actually they're kind of they were i think they were in the same question there's a guy asking questions in there that should be at every freaking press game conference (laughs) uh post-game press conference or pre-game press conference and he's an older gentleman and i don't know his name joe did you you couldn't no i still couldn't figure it out no um i didn't hear it hmm interesting Three things stuck out. One of them you brought up um, that I actually missed. The first thing is, how do you feel about an athletic director naming names of athletes that left the program when he's asked about NIL? Yeah. What are you? What are your? What are your like? Just like surface level thoughts on on that. I mean, I think that he's using – he's grasping for every straw. And we just happen to have some players that transferred that weren't as successful. And I know that we talked about it throughout the season. But um, for an 80 to kind of go that, to that throw, low. To, to right, use those kids some, as his scapegoat. Right. Like as to like try to prove the point that like, oh, you know, we don't got to pay. The grass isn't always greener type stuff. I mean mm-hmm. – now that's that's kind of where I, what I took from it was it's right. like you're kind of using the kids examples kids that may may regret their decision maybe they don't um, but nonetheless they most likely left because there was other teams that showed them you know that the they were worth more right right and when you're a kid when you're a kid I mean that's all you're looking for, really, right? Is what's what's yeah. your worth and who's going to treat you like it? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to follow that, especially if they're bigger teams, especially depending on where you come from. And, and there's how also you've grown the socioeconomical situation of what your your financial situation in your family is. So there's a lot there. So to sit there and kind of use that is like as a cudgel oh, to to as, right. You know, I mean, well, I think that's not. I mean, he, he you're had, not you're 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 running around the answer. Mm-hmm. To use mm-hmm. maybe kids' experiences that maybe didn't work out the way that they were supposed to, mm-hmm. instead of saying, you know, yeah, well, maybe you know, we're gonna in the future we're gonna work harder to get these kids what they deserve so that they could stay here, right. right? Like, and he admitted, like, like this is almost a self-own in the aspect of the entire question, and almost an, an uh, almost like a rebuttal to his own point, which is that first of all. We don't know what they were making in NIL here, and we don't know what they left for. But when he's talking about it, and he's naming names, and he's saying, "Well, you know, Deuce Chestnut, you know, he he didn't, you know, he's I don't even know if he's on the roster at all anymore. You know, he could have been a starter here, and you know, so what you're saying is, do 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 that's a cell phone. You know what I mean? Like you could have been starting here, but you go there for you know we assume more money. Yeah. He didn't say that, yeah. but now you're not. And is that's almost a cell phone? Like yeah, that's the point though. Like they 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 were bought from under you. We know that's the case because right. because Baber said it. And and to say otherwise is a is a fallacy. It's not yeah. true. You talk but, about oh, Jawar you know, Jordan. No. We we know Jawar Jordan left for different reasons. And it was kind of on the cusp of the NIL stuff, right, Joe? But, um, you yeah. know, to talk about Juice Chestnut and um, there was another one he mentioned. Jahad uh, Carter. Carter. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about their playtime at where they're at, but they could have been, you know, starters here. Well, that's a cell phone. You just, you just totally obliterated your point and you named names doing it. 
I, and threw I their business out there, right? And threw their business. Like, I don't... That's... Who... I, I don't know. I, that, that was just, not a good look. No, that was my why? Thing. Like, and, and that's what I was going to say, because I know you're going to get to your two other points, but at some... He was answering the questions the way, you know, like you said, just kind of the way you think they would, you know, just... Basic. Playing the game, you know, basic coach speak stuff, right? Yeah. But at some point, there were some people that started throwing some some tough questions out there. And I felt like you saw his kind of demeanor change a little bit. And I don't think he liked the questions that were being answered. And I don't think that he necessarily answered them the, great. And this was one of them. And the second part of that question was supposed to be about the the NIL, like – the future of the NIL and this and that. And, and he skirted around all that too. I mean, he was specifically asked, you know, what kind of budget, you know, I thought these were good questions that I knew they weren't going to get the answers to when they were first asked, but at least they were asked and they, they need to they, start being asked. Yes. They need to start being answered too. You know, know that you got, yeah. But every, I thought that there's a few people, uh, Chris Carlson, you mentioned earlier. Um, he asked a, a tough one. Second one he asked, I thought was kind of tough. Um, and there was um, there was another gentleman in there, a younger guy. I think I, I can't remember his name, and forgive me. But you know, he asked you know specifically about the budget and things like that. And you know, you're that's an invite only type of thing. That press conference, right? I mean, don't you think? Oh, well, you got to have the credentials, right? I yeah, 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 yeah. So, any, anyways, I'm just saying that a lot of those guys I don't remember ever seeing or hearing their voices in. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be totally wrong. But I'm specifically talking about that elderly guy. I say elderly. The older gentleman. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm 45, so I'm getting elderly too. Uh, <laughs> but, but you know, th- th- he didn't answer any of the money questions. And I just feel like um, he skirted around those. And then, to your point, and we talked for about 10 minutes earlier today. Um, you know, he... He mentions Micron. <laughs> Dude, we just talked about this shit. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. the, what the, like, why? Just talked about it, and then all of a sudden he throws a plug for it. Yeah, like, like, dude, okay, well, what's your job? Severed? Is your job to create the it's economy? not even severed. He brought it up. I know He's he brought it up. Director. I know, I know. So what's the tie? Right, Joe? That's the big question. Well, what's the tie? And I hope there's if, a tie. Otherwise, I wish we had... Like Concentrating on things outside of the university more than weird, weird. You know why? I mean, I'll tell you what my thought is. You you think about this from a lobbyist slash political standpoint. Why? Line them pockets. Yeah. Line them pockets. So maybe Micron, maybe 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 Micron's a big donor. Yeah, you got these anonymous donors now. No, everybody, you know what I'm saying. So look. Maybe. Maybe that, they got a trick up their sleeve. We don't know. Maybe. maybe this could be something that changes the game. Maybe, but you think somebody, somebody in media would be a little bit curious to ask. I well, mean, we put two and two together, so if very we quickly. Could do it. Yeah, you did. I mean, wait, probably, we probably could have done it quicker if we actually thought about it, but and yeah, I, I, I haven't I, heard anything about this. And I've, I have... Um, since you pulled all that up while we were taking calls in the last show, we, I want to do a deeper dive into this and throw it out on social media. And I think we will, 
I've just got to have time to do it as I'm just extremely busy and I haven't had time. So the, but it's there. And I think what you and I need to do is get some things together and post it out on social media. Someone yeah. needs to start and look, and look, like, this, this doesn't even have to be a negative. No, overall, that's what I'm saying. Right? I mean, that's my thing. Right. Is it's like they you got to either... get to the bottom of it to figure out because this could end up being a positive. I mean, you're talking about a multi-billion company who's bringing microchips to upstate New York, um, big manufacturing facility, fifty thousand jobs, I believe they're bringing. So uh, that's going to that's going to boost me. the economy, right? Right, um, and that's a good and we thing. We talked and we talked about that. You know, do they make a different? You know, building where they bring in those type of engineering and they have that engineering school so that you know. Um, it's kind of a local type thing, right? You can have internships and stuff. We talked about that. And of course, if it brings donor money or NIL money, then that's a plus too. We're not saying it's a negative, you know, but at the end of the day, um, if this is really what's going on, then we need to know what's the positives going out of it, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's not necessarily nefarious because, I mean, it is wide open. It's just they're is there are questions that need to be asked by people who have more access than a couple of knuckleheads down south doing a podcast with, with other full-time jobs in the life. <laughs> with actual other jobs and like obviously Severed's got a part-time job. So what's going on? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean it's pretty yeah. simple. It's pretty simple. So uh look, hopefully we can get to that point, right? And another thing you brought up too was when he brought up, you know, our peers. He kept, you know, we're our peers. Yeah, who's our, our peers? peers? And it's like, be specific. Who are our peers? Are you talking Clemson? Are you talking Pittsburgh? I Boston ass- College? Are you talking Colgate? I mean, what do we? Who, who are our peers? Vanderbilt? Uh, old, old Big East rivals? You know, uh, I you have to assume he's talking about the ACC, but then you got to know enough to realize that that's not correct. That's just gaslighting us. Yeah, because so, you're not putting in the investment. Yeah, so who is it? Who's our peers? And, you know, um, that's that's kind of the vague stuff that I, you know, I was talking about. You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like, you know, I don't have a vendetta or anything against all this stuff, but I'm someone who's very, very... I'm not only cautiously optimistic. I am skeptic. I'm a. I'm a freaking. I'm a cynical guy. I'm. Yeah. I'm skeptical. The the years of COVID really really brought all that stuff out of me. I already was heading that direction. But yeah. I, and I'm, I, I'm I'm a guy about accountability. You know, yeah. that's my thing. I mean, if there's a problem, let's do root cause analysis. Let's figure it out. Um, that's kind of where I come from. So you know, I'm not okay with the answers that he gave. And to me, even yesterday, you know, what's the best answer you could give? November. What Dino's done in November. Like, that's the best answer. Like, okay. But, yeah. like, out of all the other answers he'd give, he gave and he didn't answer them and he was using players as scapegoats and, you know, our peers without being specific and some of this other stuff. Like, I'm sorry, but you need to, you need to prove more. So if Dino was the problem, then prove it. Yeah. And um, just along with that, there was a tweet. I mean, someone did some digging somewhere um, at Q Sports 44. I'm not sure um, who that is. I don't know if that's uh, an actual media joint or what. I haven't looked into it. But 
you sent me this. I saw it yesterday. There's fans, you know, kind of poo-pooing this as a jab at Syracuse. But I mean, I think I've been jabbing Syracuse for years now. I could only make, you know, you can almost make a freaking podcast just out of that at this point. So Matt Rule from Nebraska, obviously. Uh, Tony White on that list of coaches. And uh, here was a response he gave with only mentioning Tony's name uh, to, to a question I don't think is in this clip. But uh, let's just take a quick listen. Go get a job. I, I told Tony. I mean, search firm called me, asked for Tony's number. I said, yes, you should hire Tony White. Tony White should be a head coach. He's excellent. Um, I told Tony, don't take the wrong one. You know, <laughs> like, there's, like, don't take the wrong job now. Like, don't take a job with no resources. Don't take a job with no support. Don't take a job without a great recruiting base. Don't take a job. Hear me now when I say this. This is this is deep. Where the expectations outlay the commitment. Like, uh, like you know, I, if I want to be in great shape and I work out one day a week, okay. You want to be a ten-win team and you're spending, you're you're spending at the middle of your conference, okay. The, the expectations. So, I do that with all my guys. Um, so, I mean. It's great advice. It's great advice, and and you you can't help with the conversations that that we've had. And I and I'll say it again. I don't know if anyone else is is writing or talking about this on their shows. I'm sure I have to imagine they are. Joe, I just I'm sorry. I don't I don't listen. I don't have the time. I don't even listen to stuff I want to listen to, let alone someone else talk about Syracuse sports. <laughs> I'm numb from my own voice. Talking about Syracuse sports, the last thing I want to do is listen to someone else. Okay, uh, you know, and that is not to boast, boost my own ego. It's just that I, I or poo poo on anybody else, or poo poo anybody so else. Brain space and time in our lives. Because so. I have used clips, I have brought people up. There are some ex, and I would say, you know, the the guys at Brian Higgins, some of these guys out of the um, the um, Q Sports Talk. Uh, yeah. Uh, realm uh, are probably the best, you know, and I think I, I don't think that there's a podcast, including ours, that can touch their their access and their information and their smarts. So I'll say that because right. I have yeah. I've heard some good stuff, some stuff I don't agree with, but good points. Yes. So with that said, you we have been talking about a lot of this stuff for quite some time now. I mean, we're going on two years with with the NIL stuff and um, and beyond that, some of the other things from from that point and in between. And you you have to imagine he's talking about Syracuse and he says, "Don't make sure that your expectations don't outweigh your commitment," which is exactly like in a nutshell. When he says this is deep, it's not just deep; it's a brilliant point. To say it in one sentence just like that. Yeah. Because I feel like it's exactly what happened to Dino Babers. Well, we want you seven and five. If this is what happened, right? We want you at seven and five. Okay. Well, all right. Where's the commitment at? Well, I'm, we don't know, but we have to imagine, Joe, that they can't retain a Deuce Chestnut. It's going to go sit on a bench somewhere. Okay. Um, a Jihad Carter, you know, so. You have to imagine why Steve Linton. Yeah, why why let these guys go? You know, I mean Jesse um, Edwards. Well, we want to go to the Jesse Edwards thing, who's who's a one man show in West Virginia, and absolutely could Syracuse use Jesse Edwards right now? I'm just curious Hmm. to see what all of y'all think about that because then we'll talk about that later. (laughs) But anyway, um, brilliantly said. You have to imagine we all know what he's talking about. 
I think no, there's more schools in Syracuse. But if you feel like he's talking about Syracuse, it's because you know that that's it's because kind he of just, the situation. He just recapped everything we've been talking about. Well, oh, dude, let's be let's be honest. Like the only reason Tony White's at Nebraska is because we couldn't give him enough money, money to stay at damn yeah, Syracuse. He'd be at Syracuse still. So I mean, and, look. and I bet you if Tony White's on the search, they're not trying to expect him. To pay, I mean, they they wouldn't pay him a million dollars to be the to, to be the DC. You think they're gonna pay him over what they were paying Dino? No. And here's the thing. Well, they're I mean, gonna that's do it another. because of no. They're gonna be do it because they're gonna do it because of convenience and because of familiar familiarity. You can keep a lot of the other coaches and try to get this guy at a discount. And yeah, realistically, we, if they're we, still not going to put in the investments and the commitment yeah, to him, I, I, then that's going to be head coach suicide, and it's going to set him back to where he's back to coordinator for a damn decade before he gets another chance at a head coach. I don't think that he does that with the just with the advice from Rule. I mean, in his own you know personal accolades, I don't. I just don't think he does that. We talked like if anybody comes in, they're going to have to go ahead and come off of the the ducats, man. They're going to have to pay out. Because you're not going to get anything better than what you had. If the coach was the problem, then you really need to take all that into consideration. And yeah, but it's not even about money anymore with head coaches. With head coaches, when you come in, just like what Matt Rule said. Yeah, like recruiting it, class, resources. I don't care what you're going to pay me. You're going to make me look like a fool if you don't do this, 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 and this. If you can't do this, 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 and this, I'm not coming here. Yeah, and we talked about that. Yeah, so, we've been so. talking about that, you know. And I, listen, Tony White, he had a press conference earlier, and they were asked him a couple questions about that, and talked about how Matt Rule stuck up, and you know, he's like, "Have you ever had a head coach stick up for you like that and say that you, you know, you should be a head coach and you're good enough and X, Y?" And he said he never did. He's like, "I don't even know how to respond to that, you know, this, this, and that." So he's never even had a head coach speak up for him and advocate for him to go and get a job and be a head coach like that and give him that motivation. So, um, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind he's going he's gonna to listen to what he's talking about. And, you know, just to just drop back here on the same type of subject as far as um, some of the things that – and then we're going to move on. Some of the things that John Wildhack said you brought up earlier, you know, you asked me, he said, hey, do, do you think that John Wildhack – because he basically did all but swear in a Bible that – he gave Dino the option to coach this last regular season game. And he said, I absolutely did. I didn't coax him. I left it up to him. He decided not to. You asked me if I thought that was true. I mean, look, you have to imagine that that's true because of how just, you know, downright there wasn't a, there wasn't a, a, a glitch or anything in his thought. You know, he knew probably knew the question was coming, but you know, Schaefer coached his last game right after being fired, and then you know, coach has got the opportunity and says, "No, I have to imagine that if we're either getting being lied to like that, or he really did give him the option." He said, "No," but you know, what do you, I mean? You you don't think that he was given the option? Uh, Well, your thought, your speculation is that that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me only because, and it's not like I know this guy personally, you know, and maybe he could have been so heartbroken of the fact that it happened, you know. Um, The fact of the matter is is that we have a very winnable game on senior night on Saturday. 
senior day on Saturday to where we can go six and six and then win a bowl and still have the same record as last year. And then again, like we talked about the favorable schedule uh, next year. So um, to me, um, you know, it's to me, it's like, oh, you have to go seven and five. But what if you go seven to five and lose a bowl game? Well, he was asked it, what was with the difference between six and six and seven and five too. Like, what's the difference? Like you say seven and five, but what's the difference? Okay, in, in okay, well, okay. Let me ask you this: If you go six, what's the difference between going seven and five and losing the bowl game, and going six and six and winning a bowl game? Well, to me, there's no difference. Okay, that's what I thought. Me too. So to me, just saying seven and five to me is just. I just think that's the math. That works in his favor. Yeah, of course. And again, I mean, we know we may we may never know, but we're just n- to me, the no, way that this you know these kids love Dino, and this culture that he's brought up, I don't know why he wouldn't opt to to go ahead and still coach this team. So to me, like I said, we may never know. Hopefully, we do. Hopefully, there's some type of something. But you know, these type of things usually we don't find out. But to me, Dino has come off as somebody that wouldn't. Wouldn't give up on his players. It's, a little, just, it's a little odd, and and you know we haven't, you know we haven't. That's heard not for me to say. It's not true. I'm hmm. not saying he's a liar. I'm just saying it's hard for me to believe. And yeah. I'm allowed to have that opinion. Yeah, and you know we still don't have an, an anything a statement of any kind from Dino at all, and we found out that pretty much. Dino's buyout was paid for by donors. I mean, dude, I mean, read between the lines on that one. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, what else is it? They come up off all that cash themselves? I doubt that. <sighs> we had a caller talk about this, didn't we? Yeah, see, but that's my problem is, is I'm, I'm, I'm like, when I hear that, it's like, okay, so your donors are more willing to put up. They, they own the team? They're more... They're more willing, yeah, but they're more willing to put up money to get rid of Dino than put up money to retain NIL. the talent. Yeah, and you hit and use NAL. Right, and we talked about that when we talked about the Lally Center. So, and all of the money that was donated for that. Yep, we talked about it having a third of that to put towards NIL. We'd be screaming, baby. You know, this center is not even going to be ready for two years. So, his payout's not going to be for three or four years. I mean, if there is a huge payout. The next coach might be gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's absolutely true. It's a lot of time. Think about four years ago, dude. You know, I mean, that's that's a long, it feels like forever ago. It was four years ago was per, before, right before COVID. It feels like a decade ago. Yeah, it does. You know, we didn't know what a COVID was. You know what I'm saying? A corona. <laughs> the only corona I knew about was a freaking beer. It was, it was on the Lysol can already was it really yeah oh that's funny because the coronavirus is the common cold this is what they're saying is it kills a coronavirus is the common cold don't mince my words i mean look can be uh anyway we won't that's a whole nother podcast we could do it we're we're diverted (laughs) um all right don't want to go backwards let's just do this real quick don't have a ton of thoughts about it i'm not even sure how excited people are about it but we'll talk about it anyway the all-time series between syracuse and wake forest sits at six and six syracuse on a three-game losing streak hoping that can be turned around this weekend on senior day uh last year 45 35 loss for the orange schrader seven for 31 for 324 yards one touchdown one interception tucker with 106 yards on the ground and two touchdowns sam hartman though 
with 331 yards through the air and four touchdowns. Dave Clawson, he's in his 10th year as coach of the Deeks. Uh, he led the squad last year to the eight and to eight and five, and they beat Missouri 27 to 17 in the United Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Pretty nice. Pretty pretty exciting, right? The, yeah. The the United Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. Um, hey man. So. Money in an extra game. Exactly. Uh, with Hartman transferring to Notre Dame, he went to go chase a, cha- a championship. Um, Hartman's favorite target also, A.T. Perry. He was drafted to the Saints. So he it was... Scored, scored his first touchdown last week. Yeah, I know. He was a stud. Surprised it took that long. Uh, it was Mitch Griffiths who rose to the top, won the starting position at quarterback. Griffiths, fourth-year sophomore. However... Due to injury, it's Michael Kern who's taken over. He's he's so far this year 39 for 68 for 384 yards through the air with one touchdown and one interception. Um, the Wake Forest offense ranks 107th in the country, and they're averaging 322 yards per game and declining. The 131 average yards on the ground is led by Demon Claiborne, who has 586 yards, averaging 4.3 yards a rush. Uh, their defense ranks 68th in the country, allowing an average of 380 yards a game. And in, in, in that area, if I'm going off just pure paper, that area is a struggle for our offense. So they did have some an exodus of DBs to the portal last year. And to say this is like a rebuilding year for Wake Forest is probably an understatement. They had they had massive studs leave that program, mm-hmm. and and it started with Sam Hartman. So, yeah. you know, I, we were at the game last year, man. We were at the game last year, in the yeah, and the scores closer than the actual game, but it was still fun. Um, we kind of all were hoping for a miracle that night, and it yep. didn't happen. But obviously. You know, these things happen, and it's time for revenge. It's been three, um, three games in a row, losing to Wake Forest in uh, 2020, 2021, and 2022. So three years in a row. Um, and they've had our number, but I think this is an opportunity for Syracuse to go ahead and write that ship with, with another shot. The thing about this game, for me, that's even just, I mean – like the name of the game is speculation and we can sit here and do that, but I just don't know what is done differently to um, change anything. And, you know, like I said, I think their defense is just good enough. If they were to game plan for what we put down against Georgia tech last week, that they could be, they could give us a fit. Um, However, their offense and if Michael Kern's still going to be in there, I mean, their offense is terrible. I mean, their offensive line is terrible. It's terrible. I think the defense, if anything, for Syracuse is just going to have a field day. I think that's where and how, if they're going to, Syracuse wins the game. Our defense. Did I say their defense? Our defense. Oh, Yeah. And I think they're, I mean, it's home. We're going to be playing for each other. I think they're still going to be playing for Babers, even though, you know, they know that he's not there anymore. Uh, They want to play in a bowl game. So this is all about them now. Um, And honestly, Wake Forest, they've been through the gauntlet, dude. Not only are they going through a rebuilding year, but you're talking about realistically the last seven games. I mean, minus a, a Pittsburgh game in there, you're talking about, 
at Clemson, at Virginia Tech, home against Pittsburgh, which they won. Um, and honestly, if you look at the box score, I don't even know how they did. Um, then they get crushed by Florida State at home. At Duke, it was Griffiths' last game, I think. Um, and they gave Duke kind of, you know, 24-21, but still lost. NC State, Notre Dame, I mean, they've gone through the gauntlet. I mean, I can't imagine that they're healthy. Oh, they got and, a backup quarterback in there, so... I mean, this is the. That's, I mean, they've 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 played three quarterbacks this year, so, and um, I think they only scored 13 points the last two weeks against NC State and Notre Dame, which again they have good defenses, but so do we. So, um, realistically, uh, you just throw some wrinkles in there of what we can do, um, do different things, show some things that Wake Forest hasn't seen on on film, and and I think that we should be able to handle handle them. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a blowout, but uh, I just I have a good feeling about this game. Um, still kind of upset Dino's not there, but nonetheless, um, just going to watch, cheer for the kids, hope we get that uh, that bowl game, that extra game. Yeah, <clears throat> for the kids, you know. Yeah, uh, for the kids, it's always for, <laughs> for the kids, for the, for the kids, young, man. for the young adults. Um. Okay. All right. Well, you know, let's make this segment quick. I think. Shall we? Yes, we shall. Yeah. Um, I'm heading over to Twitter. I did ask for your final score predictions of, of this game. And, um, you know, you got, got enough responses to uh, sit here and, and shoot the breeze about. At No Blanchard 44, 2810 Qs, the Italian stallion coach, Noons. And his passion protege, Dan Valari, dominate uh, a much worse opponent as we make a bowl game for the seniors. We will not score their we will not score their touchdown until garbage time because Caleb and Marlowe show out in the last game of the dome. They will not score a touchdown, must be. Uh, yeah. look, I think it's gonna be extremely hard for them to score. I, yeah. That was my point. I I I I think that. I mean, talk about Talk about being one of these quarterbacks, and I think you can throw any of them at it. They're going to struggle. I feel like you're going to struggle. I feel like that's how we win this game. But uh, at David7W, 24-17 Qs. We keep it on the ground as both Allen and Valari get over 100 yards. QB situation is obviously hard to predict, but between our run game and the mob holding it down, I think the team sends our seniors off the right way. Let's go bowling. Go Orange. Okay? Okay? Yeah. Um, at our Boris nine, who knows at this point, but still have faith Syracuse in Syracuse and this team, and especially the seniors to make it to a bowl game. 24, 21 Qs. Then we got, yeah, that's close to this one. Go ahead. Keith from Facebook, 24, 14 Qs. LaQuint has a big day and goes for one fifty and two touchdowns. The mob does mob things and Valari throws a touchdown this week. I mean, that would be cool. Uh, be cool too. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I'll just keep, sometimes I just need to not, uh, I don't usually catch myself, bro. So be proud of that moment because it, I doesn't, was proud. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often I'm proud. at, at Jeff Abramo Q's 23 wake 13. Uh, wake isn't very good. And Q's just needs to avoid the in-game bad decision-making that plagued the Dino era. And then we got our buddy Luke. At level up Luke on Twitter. Fifty two to ten wake. He gives me no meat. He knows he knows how to do this. Mm. And 
I just don't see that. I don't see there's no way, um, you know, unless people followed Jeremiah Wilson, which is an understandable thing, too, and we don't need to talk too much about that. Unless we got people following him to the transfer portal between now and then on defense, I think I don't think they can put up 32. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, you have to understand, too, Jeremiah Wilson – he got, got moved he put to himself. Well, he put himself in the transfer portal before. last year, and then pulled it out. Yeah. Pulled himself out of there, and then he was the, be- the starter in the beginning of the season, and kind of lost that position to Bellamy. So he did, but he still played. I know, but he still played pretty good. I know he's got burned a few times, but he there was there was one game in particular where he showed up, and and I mean it was early. They he moved. They got moved to safety, right? So. He, I haven't seen him a lot lately, so yeah, I think there was I something else going on in the background. Well, so maybe. Um, my brother Alex, as well, has Wake Forest. 28-17 Wake Forest. Miss Bowl, coach gone, and Syracuse won't have a plan on how to fix this as usual. If our university doesn't want to help our football program, then why should fans expect more every year? Basketball time. I mean, that's probably about 40% of the fan base right now. <laughs> so... Uh, at Cuse Mode Jimbo, 2017 Syracuse and a slugfest to help the seniors go out with a positive note. Okay. That's all I got, unless you got something else. I got our boy Andy. Um, this is a game where if Syracuse just wants to run it down Wake Forest throat, they can and probably will and eventually break their spirits. Defense forces some turnovers and big plays and hopefully get a Gasparilla Bowl invite. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's like he's he's here all the time, that guy. I know. 24-13 Cuse. By the way, no one is mentioning Manny Diaz as head coach. He'd be perfect. 21-15 is the Miami head coach, currently Penn State defensive coordinator, an elite recruiter, and still young and passionate as ever. That's my hire after reviewing everyone. I don't know what we're reviewing yet. We just got some arbitrary lists. So I'm not going to say. Yeah, there's a lot. And the last one, Dom, our boy Dom, he just says, Cuse Militia 100, Facebook 0, Facebook sucks. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll take it. <laughs> um, there we go. Caught the tail end because uh, my fingers weren't working right. Um, okay. Uh, let's, let's, let's move on to our final regular season prediction, Joe. And with you picking Syracuse... Um. No, we both picked Syracuse, but yep. You, you were closer. You were closer on the spread. So, congratulations. Okay, hold, <laughs> hold on. No, I. I'm sorry, Joe. You were not. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You had your your spread was two, and mine was four. My bad. Sorry to get oh, your hopes sorry. up there. Damn. Um, All right, you so that made well, th- you know, we're six and five heading into this game, and you got a chance to tie it up. Now, I, I get a chance to go bowling. You get a chance to go bowling. I'm already, and uh, hopefully Syracuse will be. But like I said, I kind of already let the cat out of the bag. I, I just feel like that this defense is the way they've been playing all year. I don't foresee this offense being able to do a whole lot, and. You know, it's going to be really interesting to see the offense and what is done there. But, you know, all of these kids are going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder. If I had to put my money on one side of the ball, 
it's going to be that defense wins this game. Yep. I think the defense is going to, to, to put the offense at least in position to, who knows, maybe they kick enough field goals. I, I have no idea. But I'm just, I just got to imagine that this uh, Wake, our, um, Wake Forest offense versus the Syracuse defense is not going to bode well for Wake Forest. And if it does, then shame on me because I got way more faith in this Syracuse defense. Um, we've seen them do it every week. Joe, um, rarely do they disappoint. Some lapses in, in, in coverage and things, that stuff's going to happen. But they're the one consistent thing through you know, like 11 against, games. Against offenses like that, uh, this, yeah. Well, they've been, look, though, I mean, to be fair, I mean, I understand. But to be fair, there's the discrepancy with the amount of time they're on the field to the amount of time yeah. the offense is on the field has been a huge problem in yeah. keeping them fresh. And we don't have the the ability to be, stay fresh if they're going to be on the field for 70, 80% of the game. I mean, there was one game. I think they're on the field 80% of the game. True. So you have – you get all heart from everybody on this team, I feel like. I think we've seen it on offense too. I don't think there's any doubt in anyone's mind that LaQuinn Allen's out there giving it his all, that Dan Valari has been giving it all, that Garrett Schrader, whenever he's been on the field, has given it his all. But this defense though – um, is a unit. Yep. And that's the one thing that we've been missing on the offense is just it was never a unit, even when everything and everybody was at least in the healthier side. And that's, that's all well I'm going to say. Well so um, I, think that, um, I think that Syracuse pulls this thing off, and I'm going to say, man, this is actually a tough – the score is tough. The score is tough. I think um, – I'm going to say, oh, man. Obviously, I didn't write this one down yet. I'm going to go, man, I'm going to go 24. Um, 24, 16. Okay. That's a weird score. But I'm going with it. Oh shoot! Run out of battery. Um, Joe. Well, I'm not gonna take too long, but um, I'm gonna go 27-10. I think I'm right there with you as far as the fact that the defense, I think, makes some big plays, um, and you know, to level up Luke's um, to his score. If there's any team that's going to be a blowout i think that we have a better chance because of just how we've been playing and the fact that our defense <clears throat> has been opportunistic as of late and uh to me personally i just i think wake forest is the worst team in in the acc and i think our defense is going to prove it this week not our defense just our whole team overall so yeah and you know if, if i remember right i think Get they're, on like, a, some of these they're guys. like on a five game no they're on a four game losing streak uh, Wake Forest is. Yeah. So I mean, they were. It was a. <laughs> it was a tough four games. Oh yeah. They, they beat. Already, Pitt. I've already went over. Yeah. Yeah. And they beat Pitt, but Florida State, Duke, NC State, and Notre Dame their last four, um, and just obviously not ideal for the Demon Deeks. Whatever the hell a Demon Deacon is, it's not exactly. Stop it. Not exactly. 
Should not be a thing. That's all. Um, real quick, I was just curious. Yeah, 277 yards and four touchdowns for Sam Hartman against his old team. That's always fun, I'm sure. Um, so, anyway. Um, our, okay. Well, let's do basketball. All right, so two games in two days. And, you know, I think... Uh, if I'm being honest, like I said at the beginning of the show, I'm, I'm not like entirely disappointed. In fact, I thought it was actually not bad at all. You know, the, it, minus the last five, six minutes of each game where they just got murdered, you know, against two ranked teams. I, I don't know how much we can complain, but if you listen to, and I didn't listen to the post game presser after the Gonzaga loss today, but. I imagine it's, it's, I imagine, I think you can, if you catch it just right, I think you can watch it live on Twitter from maybe some of the reporters that are in there. But anyway, I feel like it's going to be much the same um, with the offensive woes and things. But, you know, they started off hot from behind the arc yesterday and they struggled today. So it's kind of like the, the, you know, the no consistency thing, but with that said, I mean, they they struggled big time today shooting from the field to start that game. And how they got within six points with about eight minutes or so left was, I thought it was astounding. I mean, I, I, I mean, you know, they had no business being that close. Now they ended up getting blown out, but another valiant effort and they led Tennessee pretty good at one point yesterday. So I think that this, these two games are really good learning experiences for them. And, you know, I'm watching UCLA and Chaminade right now and I don't know who we're playing. So there's that too. Well, we're playing the loser. Yeah, I know. I I know that it's probably going to be Chaminade, but they've hung, they've hung in there. It's a little bit. It's it's getting away from a little bit now. It's 14. They, yeah, yeah, they they started to bring it up a little bit better than that though. But you know, a good learning experience for these guys. Some consistency on offense though. I mean, we talked about how like I just feel like they do a good job. They cut that deficit against Colgate by going to the hoop. Now they didn't get to the line that much today, which is mind-boggling because I thought again, I thought it was a kind of an, a, a physical game. And you know you want to talk about a physical game. You talk about yesterday. Coach mentioned it. Um, they, it was there. It was a struggle from the line for Syracuse yesterday, eight for seventeen. But you know they haven't. They've shown that they're pretty good from the line so far this year, including today. But there was some, and I missed the whole. I missed almost three quarters of this game. And I talked to Joe, and he was like, "Look, you know there was some. Even Jay Billis was commenting on some of the way the calls were going, right?" And Syracuse yeah. got they, what was the discrepancy twelve to, um, the personal fouls twelve to twenty one. Yeah, so you know, with a game of that intensity, you feel like it would be a little bit closer, either that or, you know, I don't know, just not a lot of opportunities. But the ones the opportunities that they did get, they they didn't they didn't hit them like they've been hitting them. So free throws and and uh, obviously some offensive issues, especially from deep. And I think we're used to that. But like I said, I think they're really good at driving the basketball. And, you know, we mentioned Jesse Edwards earlier is a one man wrecking ball over in West Virginia. And, you know, it would be tremendous to have 
a Jesse Edwards right now, I think, you know, things change dramatically if Jesse Edwards is still able to be on this team because obviously a very we're lacking that type of athlete down low. And it's yeah. it's just one of those things they're gonna have to adjust with. But I thought when we did a we did a pregame against Florida State last year and we talked about McLeod a little bit and we you know think we didn't talk, give him a whole lot of anything because we kind of knew that he was coming off the bench and it was, you know, as tall and big as he is, he's just got to get it together a little bit. I just think a lot of more guys got to get more confident, more aggressive, you know, young team. Um, and that's really just what it is. Cause right now, I mean, I'm seeing a team that has, you know, 60% of their starters to me for power five schools or teams that are trying to go, you know, aspirations of the tournament, they look like rotation players to me and not starters. Um, and, again, maybe that's because we lost Jesse. Maybe that's because Chance Westry got hurt. I don't know. Um, but, you know, it's, I, it's it's hard to judge. You don't want to judge. I don't want to be too rash and that's, stuff that's like that. That's what I'm saying. You know, I don't want to be, like, so judgmental in, you know, the first five games, especially after – these first two and just sit here and talk like, you know, I mean, Naheem McLeod's big for no reason, you know, stuff like that. I'm not going to say that. Right. Um, he didn't really have a big role with Florida state. So now that he's stepping into a starter's role, he's got to figure all that stuff out. And these guys are still figuring it out together. Um, but we talked about said, how young this team was too, against Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee's got three fifth year seniors that are yeah. on the floor at any given time. And you just can't, it's very difficult to match up with that kind of experience. And, and Syracuse did it. Keep that consistency yeah. is, is an experienced team as well. Because and I feel like they did it, Joe. I mean, don't you feel like, I mean, I'm not totally, utterly disappointed with these two games. Well, no. And the whole thing, too, is, is that you can see that they're emotional. They feel like they're good enough to win. You know, they go out there. They, they try, right? You know, they put in that, the effort. You can see that there's a lot of effort. But there's obviously some places and some areas that we're not great at and um we can't be a team of just one-on-one and just taking jump shots and taking it to the hole you know you watch a team like Gonzaga and Tennessee you know they're moving the ball around they're picking they're rolling they're back cutting they're They're way more active I mean yeah and that's the one thing that I've seen more than anything um in the first well these two games against defensive teams two teams that are you know looked at to be top 10 teams basically um you know, <laughs> we look so stagnant on offense, it's not even funny. I mean, even when someone gets the ball, pick up the dribble, like you're taught at a young age, like you got to run and go get the ball. You know, just stand there and just run around and try to wait for the pass. So a lot of sloppiness, a lot of inconsistencies. Um, and, and yeah, um, great experiences against good teams. You know, they get to go to Hawaii and they get to see a lot of teams that um, – that are going to be in the tournament and have really high seeds and, and you know, they're going to get the experience of what a team looks like and what they need to do and how they need to change their game to be able to compete against these guys. So, but they better beat Shamanai tomorrow. 9 30 PM, by the way. Um, <laughs> I'll be up. And also to go that's with prime time. Well. That's, uh, that's prime time. I'm prime time. Sean tomorrow night. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, because you ain't got to work on Thursday. Because I don't got to work. Yes, it's Thanksgiving. Ten I mean, thirty is usually my my bedtime on the weekends, but I'm gonna I'm gonna push it hard tomorrow. 
I'm, I'm not going to eat any turkey. I'm more of a, I'm more of a um, ham. Well, and tomorrow's not Thanksgiving. Oh, that's right. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself. See, that's how excited you I am. are. But that's the thing is, is that's like one of the one nights, right? Is that the it night is. before Thanksgiving, and then it next used day, to be the beginning out and have a hangover and eat a whole bunch of food, right? Well, I don't so. know about the hangover. But well, I mean, that was the old days, right? It's yeah. like the biggest one of the biggest nights of going out as far as younger kids and stuff like that. Watch me still eat ham tomorrow night, though, and stuffing and mac and you cheese. You probably will. Half the turkey would be gone. You serve it on. Thursday. I don't. I'm not like, big on turkey, dude. I'm not big on turkey. I don't know. So yeah. it's just it's boring to me. Yeah, I eat a turkey well, to sandwich. Go, uh, to go off of what you were saying too, as well, like. That's also another thing that I didn't get with like Wild Hack when he was saying that, like in his press conference, you know, when he's comparing all like the football, you know, they could have been this, they could have been that. Like you said, like that's the point, right? Right. Is that yeah. like the point isn't like, oh, look, you know, they went somewhere else and they, they weren't as successful. They could have started here. Yeah. The so point why is, didn't you pay them? what are you going to do to keep them here? Right. Right. Like that's the whole thing with Jesse. Tell me they wouldn't have helped. This team would be completely a different team if Jesse was on the scene. Yeah, I'm sorry. Even, just, they, it would, even with Deuce and Jihad Carter too. I mean, I feel like and the football. Well, it's defense. the same thing, yeah. right? He didn't talk about he didn't talk about what they could be doing for this team and how they could be helping this team, right? He talked about oh, what are they doing at these other schools, and that's where it kind of hit me wrong, right? Instead yeah. of saying like like what we said, you know, in the future we hope to be able to have this money, or we should have gotten this money to be able to retain these players. It was like, oh look, they went there, and this is what they're doing. I just don't like that angle. And, and Bill Walton's a funny guy, but he he's like, oh dude, he's, the yeah, thing he's, with him is so and, and it's it's funny because he usually does like West Coast, like Pac yes twelve or yeah, Pac two, he's a, two now. You know, that's he's what he normally California does, hippie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know he's a deadhead and all that other crap. He yeah. says it. Um, he's super funny. Like I remember back in the day when I was because he drops younger. acid before he goes on air. But it's if you're up that late and you got a little bit of a buzz, you know, and you're kind of <laughs> half tired and you're in that little you know laughy mood, whatever the hell, you know, uh, he's funny because he says some wild stuff. He but, does. He does. But when he's on prime time at two thirty in the afternoon, Not his, I think that it's nine o'clock. It was nine o'clock in the morning there. Oh God, he was barely awake. <laughs> he might not have went to bed. But yeah, oh. it's insufferable today. I was just like, oh my was, gosh! And like people were airballing. He was like, that was close. that was close. And like, how many times on. did he use that same joke? <laughs> it was close. Uh, a yeah. lot. And he's still. I think he's still calling the shaman on one too. He so. is. He is. I don't know how he's still up. Must be taking those Joe Biden drugs. Uh, yeah. Co- cocaine, Adderall, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, t- we're terrible. Um, all, all right, right. Let's, let's, let's go ahead and do thoughts on the game from today. All right, we got Tennessee behind us. Like I said, I, I think I, I'm not disappointed Both in either one of these losses. They're extri- your two top ten teams, and I'm not real sure what any of us would have expected and you know you can have criticisms with some of the offense and things like that. The end of the end of the game yesterday, they kind of they were running out of time and rushing stuff up. But it's kind of no excuse for the beginning of this game. They got down early because they were missing shots, and they just kind of yeah. You know, they got it close, and again shows the fight of this team and the grit of this team. And I think that's kind of 
um, you build off of that. You've got you've got the guys with the heart, and you just got to get better. And Coach knows that. He said it yesterday. So, anyways, let's head to Twitter for, and I don't know what's coming, and there's some long ones on here, for crying out loud. You're going to do this to me. Yeah, there's some in Facebook. They're like conversations. I'm not going to be going through all that. <laughs> okay, all right. No Blanchard. I, I swear, I, no one must have us on blast. Whenever we post, he gets a notification. Can you do that? Is that possible? Because he's first every time. This guy. Probably. Um, if you and if you do put us up in there, thank you. We appreciate it. Expected. We cannot settle for threes instead of driving to the basket with the roster we have. Plenty of season left. That being said, people need to understand that it's going to take Autry a few years to get into the swing of things. Trust the process. I think it take, I think if we have the right players with this team as young as, as as it is, and you know we're not guaranteed anything anymore year to year, but that's what's going to make it difficult. And he's he's starting fresh. The nil money, bro. That's I know, and we then we got to get there. But you know he's kind of starting fresh with guys, a lot of guys that he already knows, and I think we're going to see a big difference from from now into you know when we get towards three quarters of the way halfway maybe even through the season recruiting yeah well that too that comes but you know i think that the recruiting end of things is already picked up right i mean you know we talked a lot about maybe how difficult it was to get someone here to play for a coach other than being a hall of famer and things like that like just autry's just so much more relatable to these kids and I feel I'll take like, Donnie Freeman today. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, I, you know my philosophy too. If he's not wearing orange and on the court playing for our team, then no, he already signed. I they both signed. I know that. <clears throat> I know that, and it's exciting. But but they're not here this they're year. They're not so here. So let's yeah. you know when they're here next year, we can talk all we want. But to my point, though, you know that's. You can already see an uptick in 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 the recruiting, and I I don't think I think that improves. I think that comes. It's it's you know the offensive game plan and and kind of like you mentioned, man. Just be more active out there on offense, and you can't just stand around. No, no, and you know I think they'll get it. You know I just I, to Noah's point though, my the long way around going, the long way around here. I'm, I just think it's less than three years. You 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 don't have time to build teams these days. You can't not like that. No. Not take a team and build it. You don't. You don't have yep. that opportunity anymore. It's gone. So, well, and the thing was, was we even hit NIL, but we didn't get like graduate senior type Scott. You know, like Tennessee, they had a, a good nucleus, a good base who've been there for a long time. And what they do, they went to SC Upstate and damn Northern Colorado and got scores, got graduate, got guys that have been in college for three, four years. It's work, man. Now yeah. we hit up the NIL pretty good, but we hit up freshmen. One-year players, two-year players. Um, so again, it's going to take some time. We got a two-two-man class next year. Um, but realistically, just even looking at a lot of, I'm not going to go through all these comments, but I mean, you could see what it is. I mean, we were out rebounded 48-28 today. You know, um, 15 offensive rebounds, 21 second chance points. Uh, Chris Bell went two of 18. I mean, that's pretty much why we weren't as close as what we were in near the end. Um, so a lot of it's consistency, and we have a lot of guys that are kind of one-dimensional in the way that they can score, right? I mean, we've seen J.J., um, not a great outside shooter, okay, mid-range. He can take it to the hole. Judah, you know, 
he can hit threes, but he's more going to the hole mid-range. Going to the hole, getting fouled, being tremendous at the foul line. Justin Taylor scored zero points the last two games. You know, he's played decent defense and he's got some got, rebounds. Leads but, the team in rebounds right now, average. So. Right. Malik Brown, only down low. Naheem Cloud, only Stealing. down low. He's got some Chris steals, Bell though. Is, Malik Brown causing the turnovers. Does a good job. So it's just figuring out, you know, are the, you know, are the guys what they're good at? Are they are they doing what they're good at? Good, and you know, how many minutes should they actually get? Um, you know, obviously no Benny Williams today, but Nahir, uh Hema, he plays the first minute of his whole season. What was that technical foul that we got today? Because he wasn't he on, wasn't in the scorebook. So they called the what? What kind of technical foul was that? I never heard Admi- that before. Administrative, administrative technical. technical. And what does that do? I have no idea. Like, what, did they just tack a foul on, like a regular personal, or there was no shots uh, taken? No. Yeah, I have no idea. Interesting. That's something we might have to look at. Yeah, I probably should have done that before we got on here and started talking about it, because neither one of us, yeah. we both sound stupid, which is well, part for the, the course. Well, you brought it up. I wasn't I mean, going to bring it up. So, <laughs> it, Look, it, I have no shame in my, my not no game. You know, what are you going to do? I was asking you. I thought you'd know. I wish I did. At David Super. Oh, hold on. Two things from David real quick. He brings up this point. Why is the 7-8 game and the 5-6 game after the championship tomorrow? It's a great point. Why is that? Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. Time difference? It lines up better with East Coast time? It's the only thing. That's all I got, David. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, second half, eight-minute mark, down six. Zag secure an offensive board off Miss Bunny. By the way, Miss Bunny's to boot. By the way, Zag's three-pointer. Oh, yeah. Orange missed three-pointer. Zag's another three-pointer. We go from cutting the lead to three to four points instead of being down 12. Game over. We missed Jesse. Uh, win, win, we win both of these games with him. David. Ooh. That's a bold statement, but we'll never know. We'll never be able to prove you wrong, David. So because we couldn't give him money. Womp womp. It's too bad. Womp womp womp. Um, our boy Nadal. Uh, let's see. Not to harp on JT. He's an excellent all-around player, but how many air balls did he shoot this week? So disappointed. <laughs> Mints need some help uh, from some of those other guys. If we're going to win anything this year, we'll continue to hope for the best. Hope that the best is yet to come. MF Brightside, Twitter, the offense is worse than under Bayheim. <laughs> Four out dribble around. Hope you hope you beat your guy. Again, that yeah. Um, not going to cut it against a good team. You know, it's early. And I get all of these points, and I agree with most of it, but it's a it's a kind of a small scale sample for me. And I mean, yeah, it's all the Wouldn't you rather be in this tournament though? Holder, right? I, I, yeah, exactly. But at you, the end of the day, realistically, like these two teams that we played the last two days, maybe maybe just Duke is in the same conversation in our conference. Like everybody else in our conference is probably gonna is probably worse than those two teams. You think I mean so? I, that's me going on a limb. I'm yeah, not going maybe I mean, a little bit. Well if you look at the rankings and you look at where they are, I mean obviously rankings aren't everything. Not right now. Um but at the end of the day, it could be a, there's not gonna be too many teams in the ACC that are as good as this as the last two teams that we've played. 
Fair enough. And wouldn't you rather wouldn't you rather play teams like this right now just to see? Like that was kind of what I was most excited about, to be honest with you. To match up against teams like this this early in the season is great. I know the kids are angry. I mean, Judah yesterday in his press conference, he was obviously not happy. Um No, he wants to win every day. Yeah, so. and, and I love that. I love that about him. You it's all their he, whole he, team does. Yeah, he wears it though like nobody else. You know what I'm saying? It is all yep. over his face from tip to press conference, you know? Yep. And, um, you know, I just I just feel like that passion is going to – it's only so long before it leads to wins. And, and, you know, you take away the last five minutes of each of these games and, you know, just a big picture thing. To get these games this early, I think in the long run, bodes well for any team, any team of yep. our caliber. Yeah. I'd rather be well, playing teams like this than some scrub <laughs> tournament where we're just expected to win and you know. You know what I mean? Yeah, well and and again too, this goes there's probably two or three different, you know, positives when it comes to this. I mean, number one, you know, if you are gonna nip somebody early, you know, especially this hot ranked this high, it's gonna be probably early, right? When they're trying to figure stuff out. I mean, Tennessee right. yesterday they lost a guy to injury, top two um, you know, Point scores so far in the first three games were transfers. So, you know, you did see a little bit of discombobulation and, you know, things like that. And then you get, you know, Vescovy in, in foul trouble in the first half. And, you know, those are the type of games that you can kind of get away with early sometimes, right? And also, too, if you don't and you go out there, you experience, you know, what a two or three or four seed in the NCAA tournament is going to be like. And, okay, this is where, this is what we need to do. Because those those are the teams that are going to be in the tournament. You know what I mean? So in, there's obviously the experience. And then, obviously, there's the fact that it's going to help your strength schedule when it comes down to your resume as well, if you're lucky enough to get you know, enough wins. Um, yeah, and we start talking, gonna, talking about, you know, quad, yeah, yeah, quad I mean, rankings albeit, and all that. Albeit their losses, that still goes towards your strength schedule, right? Yeah. All that stuff plays in at the end of the year. I mean, there's been teams. I mean, that. I mean, the NCAA has said before that we haven't made the tournament because our non-conference schedule wasn't good enough. And and I'll tell you what, this year, um, that's not going to be the case. This year, they will not be able to say if we don't make the tournament, they won't be able to say it's because your non-conference wasn't um, competitive enough. Yeah, and you got Virginia early. Mm-hmm. I don't know what LSU is doing this year, but you know, have Virginia early. They're they're ranked early, right? So. Um, and by the way, they just lost, didn't they? Didn't they lose last night? They did. Yeah. So, um, you know, heads up. I don't feel like it's nowhere near time to hit the panic button. And I, no. I don't have any of that on Twitter, by the way. Not that I've seen. It's just I'm scrolling through. But I did see, uh, I did see some knocks on Coach Autry already. Like, come on, give me a break. It's not the too, coach. It's it's, too. it's like okay, well, is he going to have the resources to be successful? <laughs> honest, honestly, too, like I said, at the end of the day, where is his expectations, and what kind of resources he's going to have to meet those expectations? And like, I think Chance Westry getting hurt early, I think, was another thing that kind of hurt. Um, I don't know what's going on with Benny Williams. There's a lot of I haven't seen the press conference yet, but like, there's a lot of questions that I have that I know I would ask if I had that, those credentials in that press conference. Um, 
But again, it's obvious that he's still trying to figure out rotations, trying to figure things out, and um, they definitely have to play better together. I mean, we just saw two teams that just really played better together. You know, um, SU wouldn't let us step in a step in a press conference if we were donors, bro. Just saying. Oh God, I'm an organ donor. I'm an I'm an NIL donor. Oh, are I you official? Yeah, I signed up. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing the yearly, one lump sum, two right, football this right. year, and maybe I'll do basketball next year. I feel like basketball's in a better spot. Give my money to football right now. I want to see change. You know, be proactive about it. At B Muso two two two, three to twenty four from three can't score for a second. Can't score for a second game in a row. How uh, went? How long? Scoreless or scoring four to five and allowing Gonzaga to score at will. Play Chaminade tomorrow and get right heading into LSU. Um, yeah, it looks like we'll be Chaminading it up. And they're a scrappy bunch. I mean, I've been watching them here as we've been doing the show. And, you know, we'll see what happens. I would expect to win that game. Obviously. We have to. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes. So. Anyway. Port. Huh? What do you got? What else Lord. you got? Because I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, I Part of me can't I mean, there was wait. a lot of iso ball, you know, open shots. We can't, help. we can't hit open shots and give up open shots. I mean, there's a lot of that, you know, scrambling and stuff like that. Um, I mean, rebounding is obviously a big thing. Well, rebounding's been a big thing for years. You know, uh, shooting from the outside's been a big thing for years. Yeah, that stuff needs to get fixed. Um, uh, I wish Buddy was four years younger. Yeah, I know, right? He'd be a perfect fit as a three in this team. But, no, you know, they're just talking about the rebounding, obviously, talking about the chemistry and all the different types of things going on, obviously. Um, When you really look at it, you know, 12% shooting from the three, six assists, out-rebounded by 20. I mean, the fact that we were even close in that game, you know. That's um, what I was saying. But to to come within – Six. I mean, if it, there was a 12-0 run, kind of late in the game yesterday, that right. kind of just, you know, obviously was too much to come back from. And it's well, those and it late game lapses. Chris Bell did great yesterday. Yeah, he played you know, awesome. He just yeah. two of 18. I mean, that's not going to be, you know, we can't make one of 10, I believe, from the three-point line. Um, Benny came in and played great last or yesterday or at least gave a boost, and, and we didn't get that. So He hit two threes yesterday, right? So. Yeah, he went on a little spurt, but then it kind of just stopped. But again, I mean, he went, what, three or four for eight points, right? Two or two from the three with four rebounds in 16 minutes. So that's pretty decent. But why didn't he, why didn't he even dress today? So we don't know. Um, you know what's going on there. It's obviously something weird going on there. So, But obviously Jake, he wants Malik Brown to turn into Dennis Rodman says that uh, Malik Brown needs to cut his hair, color it red or green, get some tattoos, and start rebounding. How about don't cut it, color it red or green? I think that would be a whole lot cooler. Yeah, it's because you're a Christmas guy. Either way, <laughs> and he's already got tattoos. <laughs> That's not anything to do with and it. And he actually, he's actually rebounds okay, too. He does know, good, so. and he but. leads a team in steals right now. I mean, he's playing, you know, he is who he is. Yeah. I feel like he's, it's tough. he's awesome, and he's not playing where he's supposed to be. No, and it's tough. So, and then honestly, yeah. too, it took Jesse a little while, too. And uh, Naheem, I mean, he's big. He gets a lot of blocks. 
And when he has his confidence, you see he does okay around the rim. But there's sometimes where it's like, I don't know. It's just there's a really a slow lapses sometimes, in judgment and things too, or just a slow reaction. You know, yeah. things like that. Um, yeah, it's hopefully that he can. Uh, I don't know if he's built for this style of up and down, up and down. You know, when I see this, uh, you're playing man to man and playing tough and thinking that you're going to get a lot of these like fast break type, you know, and I just, I haven't seen us be able to, and again, it could have been Gonzaga and Tennessee's defense and making sure that they got back to not allow the fast breaks. But, um, you know, I just think that there's, there's guys that still need to settle down in the roles and, and responsibilities and, I know sometimes that's hard for JJ and, and, and uh, Judah because, you know, they're doing their thing and, you know, they go to drive and kind of nothing else is going on and they feel like they have to just put it in their hands to make it happen. And uh, something needs to change because obviously that's not the, the winning recipe at all. Never. They're great players, but it, it's it, not It never be. is, really. You got to play as a unit. Uh, okay, look. Syracuse, Wake Forest, this Saturday, Senior Day, and um, two p.m. Yes, it's a weird time, by the way. I feel like, but you know, whatever. Not a not a normal time, but um, but then LSU Tuesday. So we got a little, you know, we got obviously Chaminade looking like, and then Tuesday LSU. So gonna be Chaminade. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's shaman. It's 40 seconds left. Uh, yeah. So, um, but we'll be back here on Sunday to uh, hopefully talk about, you know, a complimentary extra game. And we'll see if we can get to go to the uh, Doug's Fish Fry Bowl over in uh, <laughs> Spartan Stadium. <laughs> the Jersey Mike's Bowl. <laughs> Uh, oh, anyway, oh, look, I don't care really. I'm, I, I kid cause I care, I guess that's, that's what it comes down to. But, you know, I think they get a bowl game. Who knows what the hell it is. That's my point. <laughs> it's just one of them things is like, okay, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Uh, but anyways, we will be back here on I don't give Sunday where anybody else thinks or writes. Exactly. We'll be back here on Sunday. And uh, we'll discuss it. Win, lose, or tie. And it won't be a tie. So we'll discuss it when we get back here. And we'll maybe give you a little bit of extra for LSU, since things will be settling down a little bit, and we can focus more of our attention on some basketball stuff. So uh, we'll see you Sunday. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace.